today you get my secret weapon. If you've been struggling to achieve even the simplest goals, if you've been finding yourself distracted by social media more than usual or eating more than you want to, then you need to get this episode in your ears. Buckle up friends because I'm about to drop the number one reason we don't achieve any goals, whether it's cleaning out the garage, to losing weight, or even making a change to your career. And I'm going to give you three things you can start doing today to overcome this problem. You're listening to the Career Change Podcast with career coach, mum, and ex-corporate girl, Gina Hubbard. This is a no BS discussion about everything to do with your career, including how to make those hours at work happier, easier, and more fulfilling so that you can get on with living the life that you want. So let's get going. Welcome back to the Career Change Podcast, my friend. Today, I want to bust a myth. I want to be a myth buster. And this myth, I believe, I think it affects all of us. I see it a lot. I see it not only in the client's that I'm coaching but I also see it just out in the world in shopping malls and at workplaces and cafes and it's a thing that I think is harming us and actually is creating the exact opposite of what it is trying to achieve and this myth that I want to bust is that we should be happy that The purpose of life is to reach this bliss, this constant pursuit of happiness is actually making us more and more unhappy. And here's, I'm going to, I'm going to get into this, but here's the reason why, okay? It is impossible for human beings to hold on to one feeling or emotion and I use the terms feelings and emotions interchangeably okay our emotions are designed to come and go we cannot feel happy all the time we cannot feel sad all the time we cannot feel joy all the time or love all the time okay it is literally impossible to hold on to one emotion for a long period of time but from babies from when we're very very little we are taught to do things and say things and pursue things to make us happy now I'm not knocking that I think that is brilliant we should all definitely yes do things that we enjoy and that make us happy but it is not the point of life to be constantly happy If you think about it, when we were little, if we were sad and crying, then our parents would soothe us. They would uh, give us or do something to make us stop, right? We would be given a toy to distract us or food. Sometimes, you know, some of us were given lollies or other treats, you know, biscuits to stop us from crying. But all that teaches us is that our feelings can be solved with food, that the the feeling 
that had us upset, the feeling that had us crying, is to be avoided at all costs. And to do that, you do whatever you can to not feel it. And so this can create habits of overeating and even lead to eating disorders because we're using food to mask our feelings. We're using food to to numb the bad, the negative feeling, the feeling that doesn't feel very good. And so we don't address what, you know, why it's there or what's really going on for us. We just reach for the food. And it doesn't work because the real problem will just fester and grow and get worse. Food doesn't solve (laughs) for your bad mood. Food doesn't stop whatever is happening to make you feel upset or angry or hurt. It doesn't stop that. Food is not the answer. And neither is alcohol. And neither is drugs. And neither is scrolling endlessly on social media. They don't work. And when we use food, alcohol, drugs, social media to find our happiness, then that is when we add a layer of suffering because we then have to deal with the consequences of overeating, of, you know, drinking too much, of taking drugs. There are negative consequences to those activities. I call them buffering. You know, food disorders, alcoholism drug addiction and if you know anyone who has suffered from any of these or have even struggled with one of them yourself then you know suffering you know what it feels like okay so what I want to do though just right now is I want to step back a minute before I get on that rant train and I want to just uh, explain to you what an emotion is Okay, an emotion or a feeling is a vibration that happens in our body. Okay, we we feel it as a vibration in our body. It depends what the emotion is as to how we feel it. And everyone can feel the same emotion in a different way in their body. It's really unique to us and how we um, interpret, how our brains interpret how we're feeling. So that is all, that's all an emotion is, that's all a feeling is, it's a vibration in our body. Now that's not to be confused with physical sensations like um, the pain (laughs) when you stand on some Lego, that is a sensation of pain and that's a message from our body that something hurts, that's very very different to an emotional vibration and I think it's a topic that's really worth getting to know is what your emotions are and what they're for. So I'm, I'm actually going to do a whole other episode on that because I think it's, it's essential to having a happy life. It's essential to achieving any goal. It's essential to any sort of change that you want to make. But for the purpose of today, that is what an emotion is. A vibration in our body that is it so let's think about this for a moment that is all we are trying to avoid and numb and run away from when we overeat when we scroll you know mindlessly on social media that's all we're trying to avoid desperately is a vibration in our bodies now 
I'm going to hand on heart say that I agree with you that shame and humiliation do not feel good. They don't. They suck. I hate them. Shame especially is a real gnarly feeling in the body. Right? They are the worst. They're, they're right up along there with embarrassment, humiliation, grief, and sadness. Sadness isn't so bad, but grief, embarrassment, humiliation, they're the worst as well. But they are still just little vibrations in our bodies, big vibrations in our bodies. That's it. They don't physically hurt us and they definitely do not kill us. They don't harm us physically in any way. So it's really important to just take a minute to let that sink in. Emotions are just vibrations in our bodies and they don't hurt us. But the ones that don't feel good, the ones that are so uncomfortable, we don't sit with them. We've been taught to run away from them, to avoid them. We haven't been taught how to sit and process and work through those emotions. I believe the goal of the human experience and to have a full human experience, the goal of life is to live a full human experience, not to avoid, not to buffer, not to try and eat away our feelings. And this includes all the positive ones and all the negative ones as well. Okay, life is full of fantastic things happening and then really shitty, terrible things happening. And sometimes you get some smatterings of, okay, things happening and, okay, that was a terrible thing, but I'm not, you know, it's all of it. It's all there. That's part of the human experience and I believe that is part of our full human experience. The emotions that we feel, they are not for fixing. They are not for running away from. They are not for hiding from. Emotions aren't for fixing. Emotions are for feeling. And it's our inability to lean in and feel our feelings. So it's the running away from them that creates that level of suffering and gets us further and further away from happiness. Because the mechanism that we use to avoid the negative feeling like overeating, food, over alcohol, over social media has negative consequences in our lives. And it's the negative consequences that add that layer of suffering, right? Over the top of the original emotion. The one we were trying to avoid, which hasn't gone away. You know that one that's still there? So we do more and more and more to try and get away from it and that just makes it worse. We keep eating, we keep drinking alcohol, we, get, we just consume more and more, which just makes it worse. This work and, and you know getting to know how you're feeling and how to process your feelings is absolutely essential because when we use food, and alcohol, and those are just examples. There's a lot of other ones that clients and people, you know, use. But when we use food and alcohol to numb and avoid the feelings we don't want, we're actually teaching ourselves how to avoid and we're numbing 
the positive feelings as well. When we're stuffing down our feelings and eating and eating or drinking and drinking to avoid the negative, uncomfortable ones that we don't want to feel, we're actually teaching our bodies how to ignore and not feel and not process the positive ones either. We become numb to what true joy feels like. We become numb to what true happiness feels like because we spend so much time trying to avoid the ones we don't want to feel. When you remove that layer of suffering, when you stop eating to try and make yourself feel better, and when you give up the resistance to what is, and you accept that original uncomfortable feeling, and lean into it, and process it, and just let it move through your body, which by the way, When you get really good practice at it, day-to-day negative emotions will only usually last around 90 seconds. 90 seconds. That's it. But when you do that, your life opens up and you start to feel everything. And that can feel overwhelming, but um, it is... It was, it's life-changing because that's when you're really able to enjoy the good times because you can feel joy again in its true sense and you know that no matter what happens, no matter what comes at you in life, you're going to have a feeling about it. And you know that you can handle it. You know that you can process it. You know that it's not going to hurt you. You know that you don't have to turn to food and alcohol, social media, pornography, whatever it is. You know that you're going to be okay. How cool would that be? When you realize that the reason that you don't do something or the reason that you do something is because of how you think it's going to make you feel and you truly embrace that concept, then life opens up for you. The other benefit of going, you know, through and starting to feel all your feelings and doing this work is that reaching your goals and making change in your life becomes so much easier. So the only reason we don't reach our goals is because we quit. And we quit... Because we don't want to feel something. Okay, we're quitting because we're avoiding an emotion. And it's usually, usually failure or unworthiness or undeservedness. I don't deserve this. I'm unworthy. I can't do it. It's too hard. I'm a failure. And on the other side of all those negative feelings, because that's all they are. Negative feelings are just a little vibration or a big vibration. I can see they can be big. A big vibration in your body. Okay. On the other side of all of those, you know, is what you want in life. You have to move through them. The more you avoid them, you're not processing them, you never get to the other side of them. And on the other side, my friends, is your goals. It is your dreams. It is the life that you want. It wasn't until, when did I start doing this work? It was a long time ago. But it wasn't until I started doing this work of feeling my feelings, not trying to eat my feelings and drink my feelings, 
that I realized how ingrained into our society eating and drinking alcohol to solve for normal everyday emotion really is. And it's an epidemic. And to unwind all of this, I had to do three things. And I'm going to share those with you in a minute. And I would encourage you to think about where in your life you're avoiding your feelings. Okay, where are you stuffing your feelings down and not accepting how you are feeling? Not looking at why you're feeling that. Because that's another reason we stuff them down and, and we try not to feel them. It's because what's on, you know, what's behind the feeling, why am I feeling that, can be, be really scary. But it's worth it. It is, it is hard work, but it's worth it. Okay, so the first thing I had to do was I just had to accept acceptance. I had to accept that feeling shitty, also known as a negative emotion, is normal and it's not to be avoided. Life, this human experience that we have, it is 50-50. It is 50% great, 50% crap. And if you can accept that, then you remove a layer of suffering in your life because you're resisting it. And once you stop resisting it, it, life actually gets easier. It will start to flow a lot better for you. You'll feel a little bit more aligned. And I had to be willing to do that. I had to be willing for it to be really hard. And I had to be open to the idea of feeling uncomfortable some of the time, knowing that I'm not going to die, I'm not going to be harmed, it's just a vibration in my body, and this is how it goes, and everybody feels it, and that's okay. Okay, I had to go, okay, bring it on, I can deal with it. No more chasing (laughs) eternal happiness through buffering, through food, through food. Uh, alcohol (laughs) through social media It it just doesn't work the second thing I had to do was I had to feel my feelings and be open to feeling my feelings okay so there's the acceptance that actually negative emotion is normal and it's for feeling and then the willingness you had to just actually feel them you have to be willing to feel your feelings and not use them as an excuse to eat or drink and I for years suffered from the negative consequences of overeating and I struggled with my weight and sometimes I still do but that's the topic for another podcast but I had to learn how to step forward and embrace the 50% of my life that doesn't feel good and it might not be 50%. Some of my clients say to me, Gina, you know, 80% of the time my life is really great. That's fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic for you if that is correct. I've had the other as well. I've had one lady say, you know, 90% of the time my life is shit. So I use 50-50 very loosely. But pretty much if we can get into the flow and rhythm of our lives and take care of ourselves and have our own backs then 50-50 is, I hope, decent. So the third thing, I had to learn how to be kind to myself and support myself through the times when it was hard, when it was uncomfortable, and when it felt like crap. Making any sort of change is really hard. And I had been taught, mainly through society and the way that I was raised, that you have to whip yourself into shape, okay? 
that the easiest way to get myself to do something that I don't want to do is to be a bully, you know, to bully myself into doing it. And I realized that I was speaking and treating myself in a way that I would never do to anybody else. I was being so hard on myself and really, really mean. And I needed to stop for two reasons. One, it doesn't feel good. It just made it harder to achieve my goals because I was trying to achieve my goals in a place of being whipped into shape. It wasn't fun. Trying to achieve your goals when it doesn't feel like fun when you're not having fun along the way who even wants to do that but that's what I was doing to myself and a lot of us do that to ourselves and number two it doesn't work (laughs) it really doesn't work I wasn't really changing anything not long term anyway as soon as I reached my goal and I stopped beating myself up then I just slipped back into my old habits and my old way of doing things so that change doesn't last so it has gotten easier, this whole feeling the feelings, not reaching for the packet of biscuits or the bottle of wine every time I've had a shit day, like that has taken work, but it's worth it. And it's life-changing actually, this work, and I highly recommend it. So try putting these three tips into action, okay? It is as simple as being aware of when you are trying to avoid your emotions and being really honest with yourself. What emotion are you trying to avoid? Why? What has triggered that emotion? Why do you feel like that? And just take a deep breath. Get out of your head for a moment and feel that emotion in your body. Tell yourself it's not going to hurt you. It does feel uncomfortable. Yes, I can see that, but you can handle it. And be honest with yourself about what you're missing out on by avoiding this emotion because you are stopping yourself from taking action which will create a result in your life. Do you really want that result? There are consequences to any action that you take. One of one path is going to lead you closer to your goal. The other path is going to lead you further away. You've got to be honest. You've got to stop telling yourself lies you've got to tell yourself the whole truth do you really want that goal it's okay if you don't it's okay if you don't want to lose weight it's okay if you don't want to stop drinking wine it's all okay but don't do it to cover up emotions that you don't want to feel you have to be willing to feel an emotion and to take action And you have to watch how you talk to yourself as well. It's really important. Don't beat yourself up, please. Are you beating yourself up in the way that you talk to yourself or treat yourself? Be honest. You know, we're just friends here. You can tell me. Would you talk to your kids or your best friend the same way that you talk to yourself? It's quite eye-opening when we start to be aware of how we're thinking, of the thoughts that are running through our heads. And if the answer is no, and if you want to change it, then I would like to just gently and kind, you know, kindly offer that you be nicer to yourself, be your own best friend. When you're struggling, what would your best friend say? Say that to yourself. Avoiding our emotions equals checking out of and, av- and avoiding our lives and missing out 
on what the universe has in store for us. And guess what? It's more than you could possibly imagine, my friend. You know that you want a change. You know you want to change your career. You know you want to change your life. What would your life look like if you decided today to accept all the feelings you've been avoiding? If when they come, you lean into them instead of running away and eating or drinking or scrolling on social media. Just this one change to your life could have enormous positive effects. It could even be, dare I say it, life-changing. So where are you avoiding your emotions? Where in your life are you going to such great extremes to avoid your emotions? What are you really hiding from? Is a vibration in your body a good enough reason to miss out on the life you want? Hey there, are you ready to know exactly why you can't make any progress in your career? If you've been working hard and are feeling burnt out and trapped, but you're not sure why or you don't even know where to start to make positive change, then I've got you covered. Imagine what it would be like if you could earn the salary that you want, feel energized by what you do, and be free of self-doubt. But I'm here to tell you that you can. Your lack of confidence might be holding you back, and you might not even know it, so let's fix that. Click the link in the show notes to get my free masterclass on the three ways your lack of confidence sabotages your career and how to turn it around and get the salary you deserve. Inside you'll learn the three key ways you might be sabotaging your own career, how these show up for even the most accomplished and self-aware woman just like you and me, and how to get your mojo back, reclaim the power in your career, and start finally earning the salary that you deserve. Born out of the blood, sweat, and tears of going through this myself and the hundreds of hours of coaching women just like you to their own career success, the three ways I'm teaching in this training are little known and hardly talked about. So head over to the show notes now and click the link to get the free and instant access to this masterclass.